I was not anticipating this. No. Coming into a, you know, church, church place sure. to record. Yeah. Episode three. <laughs> All right. And which is a good place for Wait, us have to. Have we already be... started? Yeah. I <laughs> You're like, you're already on your booze. I'm all, we're already talking. Um, okay. So, yeah, but I'll edit. Yeah, you know, yeah. of course, I'll edit. Okay, so, um, hi, friends. This is Charles, and I'm here with Don. Say hi, Don. Hi. And this is episode three of uh, our wonderfully new podcast, Two Hot Tamales, mm-hmm. a podcast about love, life, and laughter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of navigating through this uh, blind and happily and without abandon so abandon so uh here is so today we wanted to talk about something more i think in like the life realm yeah um, unfortunately don and i have learned that our nine to in our nine to five jobs mm-hmm. our bills have been affected our bills have been affected so affected so affected so yeah. my bills are affected as of May thirty first, twenty twenty three, right. and Don has has a couple more months, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's probably a sign of the times. You know, you sure. you got lots of companies that are doing layoffs and restructuring and right sizing, if you will, mm-hmm. which you know. Quite honestly, I think is a bunch of BS because it's not about it's about right sizing for their own profits, not necessarily for correct for for the people. But unfortunately, that is the case, and I don't know. How are you feeling, Don? Well, you know, we knew it was coming, and just to give you guys a little bit of background, Charles and I met at my current company. Um, How long I've been like. Four five years. Yeah, I think you. I think you came on twenty seventeen. Like, me too, and okay. I think you came on a couple months after I did. Yeah. So and they sat me in that corner for about in that three. dark, dingy corner. You know, I was in that corner before. Yeah. Originally, that's where I sat, mm-hmm. and it was in front of the general counsel's office, and mm-hmm. his uh, administrative assistant. <clears throat> um. And yeah, it, I mean, I remember being in that cubicle, if you will, because there was like three or four desks. Yeah, they turned away. them into quads. Yeah, four. Oh, I think when I was there, it was a single because. Mm-hmm. Of oh my yeah, title. Well, one big one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then ain't that ain't that some shit? Mm-hmm. So they made my cubicle desk, mm-hmm. I think, into three. Yeah. Because I came in as a VP, mm-hmm. and then you came in as an analyst, right? As a QC analyst. QC analyst, right. So. Which has also struck people as very odd, that why would you be, you know, friends with, you know, the, the riffraff of the company? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I, my, my philosophy in life is, like, I don't, you know, uh, I, I don't... Uh, put people into boxes like that. I would, yeah. you know, I, if I think if you're a cool person, I don't care. If, yeah. You know, my title is, yeah. I mean, yes, you have to be careful in yeah, certain situations, sure. you know, at, at a certain level Yeah, on who you yeah. associate with and, and how you associate. Correct. But, you know, I've always felt too, and maybe it's cause we both Mexican. Yeah. But you know, mm-hmm. once you know, somebody's down, you know, they're down. 
Yeah, I always got a good good vibe from you. And honestly, everybody on that floor, that was kind of a, a it was a decent floor, yeah. you know. And and even yeah, cuz we were on the floor with a lot of the higher mm-hmm. positions in the company and they they all True. actually we were, we were on the executive floor. Yeah, so we all got to know each other and it was it was nice in that way. And I I think we I think when we left the old building is when like I was, but I mean, we didn't have a choice because of the pandemic, which we've already talked about. Right, right. But um, yeah, I'm going to miss a lot of the people that I worked with in the office. Yeah. I mean, so just, we had some, there were some crazy things that went on. Yeah. Crazy. But I mean, I'm sure it's just like any other office in America and like people always have crazy stories. And I remember one time I was working in, this is when I was working in Pasadena, I was working in the bank Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, people will bring in their breakfast and their lunches and whatever, and they'll heat them up in the, the microwave. And everybody's always bitching about the person who brings in salmon or fish or oh my god don't get me started on that popcorn that burns i mean at one point they banned the popcorn i was like why you gotta ban the popcorn because people don't know how to pop it right I, but that's what i'm saying i'm like well, why do you gotta ban, ban the people well yeah ban the people but <laughs> like look now here's where i'm gonna i'm gonna step in as just somebody on the lower end of the food chain okay <laughs> You know, we take our little breaks. We would take our little 15-minute breaks every, twice a day, baby. Twice a day. And I'd be in there. And we would do black popcorn. But they had to put a, a sign on the microwave and say, look, don't make the popcorn over this many minutes because then it will burn. But it will never be okay to heat up your fish, your salmon, your tilapia, whatever you had the night before. That is a no. And I just really think people don't understand that. <laughs> do y'all not know? If you have fish the night before, keep it in your house. Right, because even even when you heat it up at the house, it smells. It, it don't smell good. Why do I gotta smell it too? Why, why do I smell your nasty fish? Your nasty fish. I'm talking about your food. I, I mean, really annoying. And and that would lead me. Well, I didn't. Okay, I'm gonna tell you a funny story because we're all out of a job now, guys. In case right. you're listening, most of us anyway. I'm not feeling bad about it, to be honest yeah, with you. I think this is a year of change for a lot of people. For sure. I think it's really God always moves us in a new direction. Yeah. And sometimes you don't take it on your own, so you have to... He's going to push you. Right. And sometimes I think, you know, for me especially, I, I sometimes feel like I need a kick in the in the ass Behind, really yeah. to, mm-hmm. to move myself forward because I can get real comfortable. Yeah. You know, at my just, old yeah. job, like, I was there for... 17 years I was with the same iterations of the bank that it was mm-hmm. but um, yeah I mean I, I, I want I want to come back to this just because I have to tell this one story though about food in the I got the, a good one too so go you go first you go first friend I remember so one time so again you know the popcorn the thing the the fish those were always the big main culprits well right. one time my girlfriend uh, hi, Mel. I know she listens to the podcast. She, yes. She loved episode one and two. So <laughs> she will be happy to be on Shout episode three. Um, and uh, so we were sitting there and and all of a sudden, I remember, I remember smelling the smell. <laughs> and it smelled like death. I mean, <laughs> like someone was microwaving a bag of poop. It was so bad mm. and um <laughs> and i remember melon tells us the, the story funnier than i do but I, at one point um 
we were like, what is that smell? And somebody went into the, into the uh, kitchen mm-hmm. and found out that there was, somebody had burned bacon in oh the microwave. God. Like, to a crisp, like, it was black. Oh, no. And it was the worst smelling thing in the world. I remember I stood up in, like, while this was all happening, Yuck. after we found out it was bacon, I was like, I will never eat bacon again. Lies. And I was all, yeah, of course there were lies. Lies. But, <laughs> but I was in that moment. I was not, not going to have it. And um, and Melanie, I remember years later, she was like, "Oh my God, you remember that time uh, <laughs> the bacon was burned in the microwave, girl? It set off a fire alarm. Oh Jesus! Because the smoke had gone into the ve- ventilation. They had to evacuate floors. Oh my god! Of this <laughs> years later. Years later. Well, no, this was right during the time. But, but years later. Years later, she caught to it. She I was all bitch. She confessed. She sure did. She was like, "Remember when the bacon got burned?" I was like, "Girl, oh, I was so mad. It was so horrible." She was like, "That was me." <laughs> was like, well, I'm oh. Melanie. I am also Melanie. I'm going to tell you. I have a good story. I have a quick one, too. And everybody, but see, everybody was like, who did that? Who was it? And she sat there on her computer. Acting dumb. Tapping. Mm-hmm. Me, who? too. Me, who too, baby. What? Poker. What Poker. Sorry, who? Face. <laughs> Poker face. I'm going to tell you what happened to me. I'm going to tell you. Okay, so there's twice in my life I've had this experience, and I have I have a friend. I'm not going to call you out, friend, Sonia. But... <laughs> We used to work at we used to work at Penny Mac back in the day, and so we'd get hungry in the afternoon for a snack or something, and we go in the refrigerator and people didn't eat their hot pockets and stuff. I would just go help myself. Girl, you can put your name on. That was back before people got like I'm gonna put my name on this. So I remember Sonia and I would go in there and just help ourselves, and then act real stupid. Let's go shopping. Like I'd eat half of it before I got out the break room, so I could act real dumb. <laughs> just shove it in my mouth. <laughs> we never got caught. So if you worked at Pity Mac back in the early days, sorry about your tomorrow. Okay, yeah. So so <laughs> that was about, one. T- sorry about those leftovers from. Sorry about those leftovers. So that's a, that's a hilarious like, you know, helping myself. And then another time, I had a friend of mine, and I am still to this day can remember her standing in front of me. Her name's Casey. Uh, so we worked at this big debt settlement company and she, she left a frozen a fettuccine Alfredo on her fridge. She left in the Don't fridge. Like, what, in the Marie calendars? Yeah. The, the good one. The good a good one. one. Yeah, yeah. A good Not one. Not Michelinda's or. Yeah. Cause <laughs> she had, she had the money, honey. She would bring them that good, good. So it was the weekend. It was Saturday. I was working for a few hours. I was like the only one there, you know, I got bitch, got a little hungry. <laughs> need a little snack so I went in the freezer and I saw it sitting there and it was just calling my name and so I said okay nobody's here it's a weekend they forgot it I'm just gonna eat it they catch so I heated camera. it up and eat it no there were no cameras they catch on camera. no hunty oh, okay. she walked to every trash can and looked for it it was in mine and she walked up to me I'll never forget she walked up to me and she said Dawn I had a fettuccine Fredo in the freezer did you and I just looked at her Charles I'm the worst liar on my face you know you, you know we got that face and I just looked at her and I said I ate it and she said don't why did you why'd you eat my lunch like she was hurt and I was like oh my god I felt so horrible it's shock embarrassment and all the things that bitch could you not scrape three dollars to go buy this lean cuisine or whatever the hell it was no Casey I couldn't She's, there's a McDonald's right, right around the, the corner. I'm hungry. I was hungry Why? then. 
why you got to eat muffins, she yelled. So that's an ongoing joke between she and I. It's hilarious. Like she didn't get mad, but it was just funny the whole shit, like being embarrassed like that. So then after that, at Rushmore's last story I'll tell. This was the good one. This was probably the best one. And this is like not knowing because there was two of us in the office working on Saturday. Yeah. And again, it's the weekend, so you know, free for all, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, exactly. And that's I'm just all, how I, I roll. I feel like if you leave it, you're if saying you leave the food on a. a if you don't take your food home on Friday at five o'clock, it's, it's fair game. It's fair game. We're going shopping. 100%. Yeah. Especially me. Because yeah. I'm lazy and I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm not going to go across the street. I'm going to go in the refrigerator and see what's in there. And I may we, not have had $3 until the next paycheck. Because so. we, thank you. And we probably <laughs> live there half, most of the week anyway. So that's like my house at that point. <laughs> so. Go in the refrigerator on a Saturday, okay? Mm -hmm. And do you remember on the other side where the for they moved those foreclosure people and all that? Mm -hmm. So, um, anyway, I went in the refrigerator and I got two cheese sticks. There were some cheese sticks, some other items. Mm -hmm. I chose mm -hmm. the cheese sticks. Mm -hmm. And I ate them. Mm -hmm. I ate both of them. Okay. And it was me and Marisol working on that Saturday. Mm -hmm. I'll be damned. 30 minutes later. Here comes this girl from foreclosure. I didn't even see her back there working. She came walking up to her and she was like, y'all, have y'all been in the break room in the refrigerator? I immediately knew she was coming no. after her cheese sticks. No. Yes, I said no. No. No, we haven't. And I was like, Marisol better not open her mouth. Because, you know, Marisol, she she yeah. one of them straight up, you know, like good girl types. And I was like, Did Marisol. Give the I gave her the eyes like, Marisol, you better, better not, not say a word. And I knew not. I was so terrified. Because I had those, um, I had, oh, I get a little, uh, Oops. what's going on? Oh, Sorry, kid. Oh, yeah. So um, I had those cheese stick wrappers in my trash can. Mm -hmm. And I said, this lady is about to come over here. She looked like one of them types that was going to look in the trash can. And I started thinking about Casey. Casey. Started having all these flashbacks. And I was like, no, we haven't even been up from this. We haven't even been up from this desk. And I was like, I don't know what's yeah. going on. So, um Marisol didn't say anything. What's going on? We're, we're having some like Sorry, technical difficulties, difficulties, of course. Don't mind us. Don't mind us. I'll cut it out. Hopefully. So, so anyway, Marisol didn't give me up. Surprisingly, oh, she, she kept a poker face. So did I. So what happened? So after the lady left, she yeah. took our word for it, even though I feel like she low-key thought knew we was lying. Well, she was giving you the She was getting ready to go in the trash can. Too. I got the papers out of the trash can and flushed them down the toilet. <gasps> so she <laughs> Is that when the toilet's overflowed? No. I don't know. The, when they had the plumbing I issue? do not Remember know. Remember when that happened? I do not know. But I was like, ma'am, it's the weekend. What did you expect? I will eat your food. This is your fault. This is your fault. Never mind. Oh my God. It was bad. I have to be be looked at like I'm some kind of thief. Yeah. She probably would have gone crazy. She probably would have called the Farmer's Branch Police. She was one of them types. Press charges. I'd like to report a theft. Yeah. Of these two cheese sticks. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and see, this is where, like, I bet you you were. I bet you remember, remember when we were in the office and they had the flooding that happened. No, do you not remember that? No, what that, happened? That was your cheese, that, those were your, your cheese stick wrappers in the toilet. It might have been. Yeah, no, I'm gonna. I think somebody, someone had uh, turned on a faucet, like, I think on the 10th floor or the 11th floor, 
and uh, they didn't turn it off and it overflowed. And so it like, and, but it was, it happened on a Friday or something, Friday night. Jesus. And so it was, the water was running all weekend. Mm. Don't you remember that? They had to like pull all the baseboards off the, the wall and they had fans. <laughs> Girl, it was a whole to do. I don't remember, mm. but you know, I'm going to, I actually, I do miss sometimes being in the office just because of the too. shenanigans. Yeah, for sure. There for was sure. actual like cat fights. Oh, God. oh my God. Remember when the, um, the attorney, one of the, the attorneys attorney got class. into it. There With was the woman's husband. extracurricular activities mm. that got, you know, called out and brawls mm. ensued. There was like so many things. Why was I in the hallway with my popcorn? Like, what? <laughs> no. I, I think did, I did called you see it. I was like, Dom, what's the cheese man? Did you see it? Um, I don't I don't know. I remember hearing about it, but I didn't get to see it. We had um, people, uh, you know, pass out, get rolled oh, that's out right. that's in right. their chairs. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of drama. The dramatic. Good times. Good times. The good times. The good times. <laughs> but, you know, they don't think about, like... When they were actually doing the actual layoff, yeah, you know, where there was just for for context, there was three calls. Yeah. So you was on the. You I had, was on the. You guys, your bills are being infected on May thirty first, twenty twenty three. Which I find shocking, but okay. Everybody. And everybody the, was shocked. And I then was shocked. the second call, which was the you guys are going to get um, to go and have a job call. Right. And then the third call was a transition team, quote unquote, which was the, right. the one that I... Which means your bills are going to be affected in a few months. In a few months. So I got a few months to hang on. Right. And, um, but you know, I've been preparing myself for this. Like what I found was, well, you know, also I have my side hustle. Yes. This podcast is being sponsored by Don Connell Real Estate Group. <laughs> and what is their contact information? Well, I'm going to put it... Below, but y'all can reach me at four six nine nine six eight two seven nine two. Well, you know how to reach me on Facebook, all the socials, <laughs> all the socials. Because bills have been affected, so we selling everything out here, baby. <laughs> Mobile homes, campers, RV. I sell it we all. We have no shame. I sell it all. Yeah. Tiny house. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, From I'm thankful. Yeah. To plots of land. Yeah, all of it, and I'm thankful that I have that at least because I'm seeing how. And let's just be real, Charles. Like, you have been responsible. You are going to yes. be okay. You, you're, you know, I mean, I'm not saying you need a spouse to survive in the world, but you yes. have some security. Very true. Okay? And yes. you have, like, the things. Yes. But, like, people like me who are single and maybe, you know, have had to take care of kids alone and so on, like, mm. bitch Still have to take care of kids yeah, alone. Yeah, still, bitch ain't set for retirement. See, so... You know, yeah. I ain't trying to be a, a Walmart greeter or nothing, but right, and it's rough out there. In the, and so I'm in thankful the that I got you know my real estate license and that I had the the brains, I guess, or I knew that there had to be something else that I wanted to do and that I was going to do, right. and it's and I've been doing well at so yes. far, thank God. So yeah. I have. That. Well, you're a super personable person, and like I mean, I think mm. I think real estate probably suits you very well because, and to be honest, I you know I've thought about maybe doing it myself oh my um, god i wish you would <laughs> you know i would i don't know it's because then i could get some deals with the white people <laughs> <laughs> right my only thing is i don't know I'm not, I'm not so much into sales like it's 
I don't know. I've always been, I'm hard. It's hard for me to promote myself even. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've always been like, I never wanted to be the one that has to go out and hustle and join the business. You You wouldn't probably have to that much because you are so personable that I think that you would have, I have, thank God, knock on wood and all the things. All of my business in the past three years has been by referral yeah, and by word of mouth. And, right. you know, that speaks, I think, volumes for, you know, me because mm-hmm. people already knew me. And oh, I for think sure. you would, for sure. I think you would also have that kind of like effect. Like people know you, you already have a big sphere of influence. Yeah. I think you do well, but I mean, yeah. you know, onward and upward, do you, do you have any, how are you feeling about it? Do you have any plans about? I mean, you know, I I've got some fires and um, some irons in the fire for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, at least from what I'm seeing out in sort of the world, is there are positions available now. You know, mm-hmm. I was hoping to be on the quote unquote transfer team to get a little bit more runway, so I could be right. a little bit more picky about right. an opportunity. Um, Though I'm not, you know, honestly, like I feel I've always worked my whole life. Yeah. Since I was 14 years old. Same. I've worked every summer. 16. I mean, I was able to, you know, even my senior year of high school, I worked in my last semester. Once all my Mm -hmm. AP classes were done and my, you know, uh, I was accepted into college, all of that. Mm -hmm. um, I was, you know. I I worked because you know, mm. that was just what we did in my family. Like you, you worked. Yeah. Now my parents were, um, you know, not that I had to like pay for my rent or anything, but it, it was all going toward my towards my college fund, right? Right. So, but I mean, I don't ever remember having a time in my life where I was not having to go to work. Yeah. So part of me is almost kind of embracing sort of yeah. this time to take for myself 100%. time to, you know to figure out you know what do you really want to do what i really want to do you know mm-hmm. i mean i i don't i think this podcast has kind of been sort of something that's been really fun and uh a way for me to express myself creatively mm-hmm. um you know we talked about this in past episodes both of us are sort of creatives and mm-hmm. performers and yeah. love to make people laugh and drama you know <laughs> all the drama all the drama so the cheese um, yeah so you know hopefully this is something that you know will become you know successful or or you know people Can... will love to to listen to and who knows you know i I feel like so many times in our lives, people are always like, oh, you can't do that. Like, that's right. a pipe dream. Like, how could you ever, you know, support yourself doing that? Or, you know, it's like, but, you know, people, people do, do it, though. Yeah. Exactly. And so, you know, I know even, f- you know, in the couple of weeks that we've been doing this, you mm-hmm. know, there have been obstacles. We, you know, we've we've probably not have been able to record as quickly or as much as we wanted to because you know life happens we just got our, sick our bills got affected bills got affected so you know i mean got sick stuff happens like yeah. so but you know like i said i mean for me i'm almost um thankful for this time me too to take for myself um yeah. 
I'm going to be working on my tan. I'm yep. going to be trying to lose some LBs because <laughs> I got, we, you know, me and B, we're, we're going to Cancun for a good friend's wedding in oh. September. So I want to be looking cute on yeah. the beach. Yes. You know, um, but we'll see. I mean, obviously, if an opportunity comes my way, I'm not going to turn it down because yeah. that's also not in my nature, not, you know, to to not um you don't want to pass up a good opportunity yeah Yeah. good good opportunity and you know and a bitch has a certain lifestyle to maintain we want to maintain thank you and want to you know um keep that momentum keep that yeah exactly yeah thank you Um, well i think too yeah i i think too that you like and this is where i kind of have uh, uh, screwed myself in the past is that I have years and years of experience in the mortgage and finance in- industry. Yeah. And I did not realize for one moment that the kind of money that I was capable of making. Yeah. So I settled always for crumbs, knowing that I was bringing all this experience to the table. Right. And it's that mentality that I had before was, well, just be thankful that you have a job because that's kind of how I was raised exactly. You well, know, and oh, I think it's. I mean, think I think be, being people of color, like yeah. that is how we're programmed. Uh, programmed exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like you should be thankful that you are, you know, have been welcomed to the party or assimilated into this mm-hmm. sort of world of finance or what have you. Shoot, if you was you getting know? work, got a job as a secretary, you was doing good. Right, and I'm talking about like. My generation, I think the the newer, the younger generations now, they have a whole different yeah, exactly. mentality. They don't think like that anymore. No, they don't. But, you know, to deprogram my generation from having the, that thought and not caring, like, what age, like, look at right. me, what age I am right now. We're starting a podcast. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you said, a lot of people would be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, I'm going to start enjoying my life. Yeah. I'm going to exactly. start doing what I want to do. And I mean, maybe part of it is too is a little bit of a, a midlife crisis in in that, but in the most positive way, right? Like yeah. realizing, look, nothing is promised. Tomorrow exactly. isn't promised to anybody. We're not, yeah. you know, with with all the craziness that's going on in the world with mm-hmm. mass shootings and just the you know the violence in the world. Like, I mean, sadly, you don't know when you're going to get caught in the crossfire. You absolutely so don't. Exactly. If, you know, what is this, what is life living for if it's not, you know, trying to be, live your best life? 100%. And then you have, you know, people like, I think the working from home changed a lot of people in so many positive ways, right? Yeah. Like people really had time to find out, oh my God. And I think the, the strongest takeaway I've had from working at home was, oh my God, I gave away so much of my life in an office. Right. And lived for two days off, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that was my free time. And I gave eight hours a day every day, yeah. sometimes longer. Well, really, when you think about, when you account your commute, you know, to and from work, I mean, you're really giving up 10 hours a day. Right. And that's the know? thing. And that's if 10 hours. And, it, and that's just how we're conditioned in this country. Yeah. And now my thinking is like, okay, so here's what we're not going to do. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not. I will never. I'm not going yeah. back to an office. Yeah. I mean, watch me be sitting in an office in 2024. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cut to six months later. <laughs> back again. <laughs> hey, Sharon. How are you? So, How are the kids? How was your weekend? 
We're on episode 52. <laughs> We're back in the office. <laughs> Recording um, on the break, on my break. Because, <laughs> you know, a bitch still going to be in a job right? that gets breaks. For real. And that's um, also why, like, dude, I think I probably could have climbed the corporate ladder if I had really applied myself and put my mind yeah. to it. But I think in situations like this, I would not have been able to keep my mouth shut. Yeah. No, I mean, it's been difficult even for me. Yeah. You know. We learned about this, what, what's today, May 19th? We learned about this, like, May 8th or 10th or something. I can't remember. What? So really, I mean, it's been super, What? It's only been, like, Let me throw this 10. microphone at you. <laughs> it's only you see, been. Y'all see what I'm talking about? The... I think everything, I, I'm a true believer in everything happens for a reason. 100%. And, you know, I've had to deal with lots of hard things in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I lost both my parents very early yeah. um, in my adulthood. Um, oh my and I just, you know, I think when you when you go through a lot of loss and a lot of uh, trauma, mm-hmm. there is something that, you know, as you get older, you, cer- you learn to be, for me, like, I, I, I'm also an eternal optimist. Like, mm-hmm. I, I always look on the brighter side. I, I'm, you know, I come from a place of yes instead of no. That's amazing. And, That's good. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it's, it's even, you know, I've, I've learned this throughout life, too, that, you know, people who are always using negative terms, like never, can't, don't. Yes. Like, I find myself... You know, I always, I always try to phrase it like, I want to do this or I, you know, Mm -hmm. this may be challenging, but I'm going to try it, you know? Yeah. Um, So like, (laughs) duh, I mean, I just said that and I was like, I can't be a real estate (laughs) realtor. Okay, (laughs) see? But that was more of, I I think for for me. (laughs) You're not 100% invested in it yet. Exactly. Like, you know, I think I have to be 100% behind. It has to be a passion of mine. Yeah. like performing, making people laugh. That's always been a passion of mine. And, you know, I've even been, I've even been Maybe we should write a play. Screenplay. Well, you know, it's funny that you should say that because I have um, on LinkedIn, one of the guys I used to work with, he used to be, uh, he's been posting on LinkedIn a couple of his acting projects he's done. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I want to like, Get back into acting. Maybe I want to like well, you know, audition. I mean, yeah, there's there's lots of local like um, what do you call them? Play how play? Oh yeah, theaters. Yeah, I mean that's where my background is. So for there's, sure, there's um, there's a Latino one too. Oh, I don't remember what it was called, but you know, this is another thing too, and I'm saying this as a Latina. What we do to our own people sometimes. Back mm-hmm. when I was younger. I absolutely wanted to get involved in those things and I wanted to audition Mm -hmm. for those plays and stuff. But sometimes your own people would look at you like, you're not Latina enough. Yeah, for sure. You're not Latina enough or you're like, what are you going to be? What are you going to do? And it's that side eye that Latinos are always giving each other that keeps us like, you know, from getting ahead. Yeah, for sure. Um, Which will be... Yeah, that was kind of like sort of the, the... a lot of the sort of attitude I would get from other Latinos growing up because I didn't speak Spanish and we talked mm-hmm. about this before too. And that was like, you know, always because, and it was more, it always came from a place where, oh, you're just trying to be white or you're trying to, you know, mm-hmm. or you hate your 
you know, Latino side or your Mexican side. And it really wasn't that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, but, but it's true. It, it, and, and that's the thing that's frustrating about, about sort of when I think of, of people of color and how we haven't been able to really to come together. Like mm-hmm. even, even within like the Latino community, like right. all come together and be a singular force. And when you say all, what we're ta- what I think you're referring to is like Mexicans, Salvadoreños, yes. Guatemaltecos, Ecuador, Venezuelans, like, Cubans, all of them. Argentines. And uh-huh. honey, there's three out of those I mentioned that don't think they belong to this group. One of these things is not <laughs> like the other. And those three think that they're not like us. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of sort of, I feel like, yeah, you know, intra-ethnic, you know, hatred. and That's the thing. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, I've had plenty of, you know, friends who were, whether it be Ecuadorian, Colombian, and if someone would call them Mexican, I mean, they the, they'd be so offended, which oh, I yeah, understand. They do. You know, I understand. Like, I'm not Mexican. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm Colombian, I'm not Mexican. I and you know, especially if they take pride in sort of you know where they're coming from. Right. But sometimes I'm sometimes I want to be like, well, but it, it's not necessarily that. That's the ignorance on that person. Right. You know, rather than saying I'm not Mexican, you know, I don't want to be associated with them. You could. I think it would be better if you know as a you know, as an ethnicity that we would come together and be like, hey, I'm not Mexican. I'm Colombian. Let me tell you about my culture, though. You know? Yeah, I mean... And I love I love Mexicans, and I love their culture, and I love their food, and I love their music, mm-hmm. and I love their dress, but, you know, I have my own, and let me share that with you. Right, you and know? that's just not the vibe with a lot of, um, you know, other, like, yeah. different, I don't know what you call them, but they always have seen the Mexicanos as, as the low man on the totem pole however you know i have found that the mexicanos are the ones who will do the jobs that nobody Nobody wants wants to to do and you know florida is feeling the effects of that right now as they should um don't buy orange juice yeah don't buy fresh orange disney's getting getting i hope disney comes to texas right disney's disney's ready to bounce yeah, they did. They they announced that they're mm-hmm. not going to move forward with that. Yeah, that billions of dollar that was going to bring over two thousand jobs. Yeah, and they're out of there. You know what? And let them let them you know run. Let let DeSantis you know engage in his culture wars and and you know discriminate against Latinos and against trans people. Let them do that because you know what? I people yeah. are. I think people will become frustrated and people will leave they've already left the yeah. the the mexicans was out of there overnight baby they got that that memo and 24 hours later they was out of there out of there yeah well i'm gonna be great but the one thing that i kind of wanted to bring it back to is sort of like the workplace and sort of you know um, you know florida is gonna you know desantis is gonna screw up his state he's gonna take jobs away from people and mm-hmm. you know what like you said bring him to texas yeah. Bring them all to Texas. Bring them all to Texas. There's plenty of work here, plenty of construction. Yeah. Um, it's built new building and everything. So I think it's gonna be an interesting year. I think it's gonna be an interesting rest of the year and mm-hmm. next year. And he's running for president, that man. Yeah. 
and it's it's he's hilarious. losing presidency. He is already. It's, I th- I thought that was hilarious. I I think I think it's hilarious. But anyway, I was saying mm-hmm. that the Mexicans got the memo and they were out of oh, there yeah. in twenty four hours. <laughs> they sure were. They said, "Let us get our tings." <laughs> I bet I would be on my. I would have got my phone call from my shit. husband, and he would have been like, "Maria, I'm on. Uh, pack all your shit, girl. Let's get out of here." And I was like, "Get get get what? What the fuck?" <laughs> Vamanos, vamanos. Exactly. Y si se fueron, and good for them because you yeah. know what? No more strawberries for you. Yep. No more orange juice for you. Right. And Your those houses big... are going to be filthy. Yep. Your lawns are going to be unmanicured. Y'all going to have to change your own kids' diapers. Right. Oh, God forbid. Yep. Y'all have to pick your kids up from school. They have to be parents. All of the things. And that's going to really upset the white people. Yep. They are. Nobody going to clean y'all nasty offices and y'all right. desks. Yep. So go on. Go, go on, on with your bad self. So anyway, ahead. even though go this ahead. one was a snitch, we're going to go ahead and give her a pass this time. <laughs> we got caught, y'all. <laughs> but anyway, I'm glad we had this conversation yes, because today, it was like... <sighs> I feel I, like today was a little bit you know, more on the serious side. We were more on the serious okay side because, because that's, we're in a church. Need, <laughs> well, we're One, in a church. We're in a church. <laughs> but we're also, I mean, I think we're multifaceted, right? We, we can be funny and crazy and, you know. Sometimes we have to be a little and, serious. Yeah. Sometimes, you gotta, sometimes you gotta, you have to be serious. And I think what happened to us was serious. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're think, taking it pretty well. I think well. both of us are taking it very well. We, we can laugh through it, which is good. But um, it also goes back to what you said, and I think I would give this advice to anybody out there, that we have been in through life things that maybe people would never experience, and I hope that they would never experience, yeah. traumatic events probably, yeah. that have caused us to become very resilient. Yeah. So now we're at a place in our life where we want to just have peace. And so you can't let those things get in your way. And you, you, you know, I mean, I applaud you for being an internal, an internal optimist, because I know that there's been times when I thought I was not going to be able to get back up again, but somehow I always managed to. And sometimes I got up out of anger. Sometimes I just got back up out of like, you don't have a choice. Um, but I really feel good about this for us. Like, I don't feel like it's a bad thing. I think it's something that had to happen. Yeah, I don't either. I, I actually do feel like it was something that was meant to happen. And, you know, even if it's to take the next step to the bigger and better, you know, mm-hmm. direction or path or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where we were, that company was a little toxic. Um, oh, yeah. I, I think it was... Yeah, I, I think everything also has an expiration date, and I think this one has passed. So yeah, you know, for sure. Um, I'm hoping for bigger, better, more wonderful things for both of us, and I, know I think it will. I yeah. think they'll they'll happen. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, here's to the future, and um, I guess it's now it's time for for a segment of. Um, teach white Charles, Charles yeah so today I think I want to know how to say um, take this job and shove it <gasps> okay toma este trabajo toma este trabajo toma toma este trabajo toma este trabajo y métatelo y métatelo Donde no hay sol. 
Donde, donde no, no hay, hay sol. Donde no hay sol. I said, take this job and put it where the sun don't shine. Because I didn't want to say culo. Oh, Métatelo en el culo. That sounds ugly. We are, but I already said it. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, forgive me, Lord. Jesus. All right, y'all. So it's good talking to you guys. Yes. Talking with you. Talking with you. And leave Hopefully, us comments. Yes, please. Share our podcast. And yes, you know, we welcome the feedback. All right. Okay. Love y'all. Love you guys. We'll All see right. you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye.